For a while now, we've known that sharks can swim across entire oceans. In fact, in 2004, a white shark, affectionately named Nicole, swam from South Africa to Australia and back again. That's over 22,000 kilometres in only nine months. But how do they navigate without a map? Or at least a map as we think about it. How do they find their way not only to where they're going, but to turn around, to come back, and end up where they started? So our research really provides clarity to how these animals maintain their navigational success uh, in the long-distance movements the species are iconic for. That's Brian Keller from Florida State University, and he did these experiments. But figuring out exactly how sharks navigate, that's not really a simple task, especially when you can't put a big shark, like a white shark, inside a tank. So in order to test the animals to you know, observe their navigational ability and to use software tracking to look at the swimmer patterns, we had to be sure the animal was capable of navigating towards a target location. So we needed an animal that returned to the same locations every year because that would demonstrate the animal remembers the location and knows how to navigate back to it. That's what we have with the bonnet heads. They return to the same estuaries each year, so they know we know they have some capability of remembering an area and navigating back to it. We actually use the, the juvenile bonnet heads purely because of their size. So in the laboratory setting, we created a synthetic magnetic field by constructing a cube that was about three meters in each dimension. And even though that's a pretty big cube, it only created a magnetic field that was uniform about a meter in each dimension. So we weren't really capable or of using a larger shark due to the experimental design. These bonnet head sharks were put in a tank, and that tank was then wrapped in copper wire. And Keller could adjust the amount of electricity that was flowing through these copper wires and simulate different locations on Earth. They tested three different locations to see how sharks found their way. The treatments were 600 kilometres north of control and 600 kilometres south of where the sharks were captured. And we found that... Using the magnetic field in the southern treatment, the sharks actually orient homeward, whereas the other locations, they exhibit random swimming patterns. They also threw the sharks a curveball. The northern treatment actually represented a location on land. And I know that sounds weird, but we wanted to test the sharks to see if they were capable of extrapolating what they knew about the magnetic field to a location where they hadn't been before. And the rationale is some species like sea turtles have an innate ability to infer their location without ever experiencing the location. So they're born on a beach, never being able to touch the water, and they already know how to use the magnetic field. So that was sort of the the motivation for using the northern treatment. If the sharks are actually using the Earth's magnetic field to navigate, they would point themselves homeward when they're exposed to the magnetic field that was 600 kilometres south of where they were caught. And also that they would react randomly to the other two locations. And that is exactly what they did. For the southern treatment, what we saw makes total sense because these sharks migrate south when the water temperatures fall with the winter. Um, So when they're south of their home location and they need to get back the following year, um, they would exhibit that northern orientation, and that's what we observed. So now we know. Just like sea turtles and salmon, sharks also use the Earth's magnetic field to navigate, especially when they go these long distances. Say the next steps are uh, better understanding how sharks use this magnetic map, but it's also really interesting to me how they use you know, the magnetic field for fine scale movement. So help them navigate for daily tasks. 
That was Brian Keller, lead author of the study published in the journal Current Biology. Music in the program is sponsored by Epidemic Sound, perfect music for audio and video productions.